You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. We are going to dive into the Wetico part two. I will put the link below so you can check out the first part if you missed it. And uh, for those of you that have listened to it and maybe have taken the last week to observe how the Wetico has impacted your life, and for those of you that would like to know what I'm talking about, in the simplest form is the Wetico is the darkness that creates illness in the mind and the soul. And we're identifying that as something that runs rampant on planet Earth right now, and that's narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder. So there's a full spectrum. And last week, we just touched on how to start observing how this energy of the Wetico, which feeds the inspiration of the narcissist into uh, NPD, and then eventually might create a sociopath or a psychopath. And those last three NPDs, sociopath and a psychopath, are on many term, many thoughts in today's science, mental health world, are that they're considered, quote unquote, untreatable. And as I mentioned last week on the way out, that I know that we can regenerate. So all things can be regenerated. It is necessary to put one into the right set and setting. So the simplest way to continue on this journey is for each self that is in well-being or close to well-being does their part. And then it has a a trickle-out effect. And eventually, uh, those that are preying upon others will have no food and then that shifts then they're ready to go through their own transformation and clearing within their mental physical emotional and spiritual being and so that's my hypothesis that is what's possible and the reason i make this uh, hypothesis about the mpds the psychopaths and sociopaths is because this is a traditional way you take someone out on the land and you strip them away of food water shelter for just a brief period of time really but it can go on for longer they heal And I don't recommend anyone that's looking to heal and they're not stable or balanced to go out and do this on their own um, because it's good to have a support system and someone that can help hold, especially your emotional, mental body still while you go through the process. So um, we'll talk a little bit later about the vision quests. I'll be offering one in the near future. So if you are interested in listening, uh, just send me a a message via email at s at suzantoro.com. So to dive a little bit deeper into the subject matter of the Wetico uh, of narcissism and to identify where it exists 
in and around you and then within self because what happens is, you know, if we have narcissistic parents or narcissistic partners or narcissistic uh, co-workers, some of their behaviors will naturally bleed over onto others that didn't have these uh, habits, we'll call them. So it's important, really important to identify where they exist in and around you because when we become more and more aware, we become porous. And so when we're in around people talking a certain way or acting a certain way or dressing a certain way, we start to take on those characteristics. And on a certain level, nature built this in with women, biological women, is that when they're going through their moon cycle, aka menstrual cycle, the pheromones that they are releasing creates a mechanism to harmonize the whole group of people that are in and around each other so that their cycles are the same. And this creates a, a natural rhythm that exists everywhere in nature. And so the same kind of principle exists with our electromagnetic field. When we start to share our electromagnetic field with others, we uh, will be, one, sharing how we feel, uh, our energy, and vice versa. And if we're not present and aware and really stand in our own identity, we are susceptible to being uh, manipulated inadvertently, inadvertently by those frequencies, those energies. And this is why if anyone has been in relationship with a narcissist or someone that has been uh, clinically diagnosed with NPD, uh, they will understand what I'm talking about because it all of a sudden sneaks up and it creates a bewilderment and it gets confusing because they've been the person that's been in relationship with this other person has been somewhat uh, led through uh, a reality that doesn't really have a lot of legs to stand on. And so it takes time to realize what's occurred so one can come into proper perspective with what is and then one do the healing required to manage what has been uh, cross one's path and then move forward with greater awareness. And so if you are listening and you're feeling very vulnerable, these segments are not going to give you like a one, two, three, uh, how to heal spontaneously. However, they will give you some cues to start examining. And then if you would like to work one-on-one -on -one or want some assistance or figuring out what would be the best meth method for you to regain well-being, please reach out, um, see what I can do for you. And if I'm not the perfect fit, we'll find one for you. So it's s at suzantoro.com. And so when we're impacted by the Wetico and the individuals that are being manipulated by the Wetico, it becomes confusing. So the next part of this process is to really uh, identify where one has been manipulated and really to take ownership for that actually occurring. Because what happens is the ego doesn't want to admit that one has been manipulated. 
it's not fun to just humble down and say, wow, <laughs> I let myself be manipulated. And that's really important to take that ownership because if one is not willing to realize that they've been manipulated by the energy of the Wetico and the person that's being controlled by the Wetico, then they will not be able to come into proper perspective. In addition, that you are a narcissist and are starting to re realize it, that's bravo, you're starting to have self-awareness, and then... Uh, even if you're going to say that you're a uh, self-aware NPD, which I realize some people identify with that this week spontaneously, how appropriate, uh, I encourage one to get help ASAP. And again, you can reach out, we'll find a kind of a strategic approach to help you. But what will happen, no matter what side of the fence you're on in this journey, is that the ego will keep you from admitting that you were manipulated by the Wetico. And so MPD or the person that got the opportunity to be in relationship with those individuals, everyone's being manipulated by the Wetico. And so you might ask, well, I don't want to be manipulated by the Wetico. Well, that's why it's really important to see where your vulnerability was, to see where you were manipulated and really ask yourself why, because there's some deep healing to be uh, realized as to why you allowed yourself to be manipulated by this external force. And to bring it to the deepest level is that when we grasp and we want things, certain things, that that really has an impact on us on so many levels. So uh, that makes us susceptible, that makes us weak, that makes us unaware when we are grasping for something. So the first step is to identify where you were manipulated. And then to really ask yourself, and you, for those of you out there that are listening and like to do journaling, or those that are pretty uh, rooted in your meditation practice, you can do them either way. You can just sit with it. You can sit with it with a pen and paper, or you can sit with it uh, in meditative repose and really look as to why you allowed yourself to be manipulated. And there will be a first phase to that because there's the phase of what you know in this lifetime. There will be the aspect of you that understands certain situations that might have made you a little bit more susceptible but ultimately, it's you that's in charge. So just take accountability for that. Like, wow, I was susceptible because I didn't heal this. And I, I was bypassing my healing. So therefore, I allowed myself to be manipulated. I see the whole world through rose-colored glasses. And I have no idea or had no idea that there were uh, people out there that are impacted by dark forces or the Wetico, the darkness. Uh, or it could be that you are not aware of your narcissism yet and you have no idea that you're manipulating other people and you might actually blame the people that you're manipulating your narcissism. So those are a couple subsets. It's hard to go through all of them, but just to start to have awareness as to why 
by darkness, no matter what side of the coin is. So if you're the person that is on the side of the coin that potentially can be perceived as a victim, yet you can be your own hero right now, is that there's this opportunity for you to just really own what is. And um, then from there, you have the opportunity to expand because you're like, wow, okay, I realize I have a pattern and I've allowed myself to have this pattern over and over again, and I'm ready to end the pattern. And in the relationship of a karmic wheel, that's how we end cycles, is that we realize the patterns and the habits we've been in, and we end them, and we create new patterns that ultimately and ideally would be for the benefit of all, benefit for yourself, your own well-being, and the benefit for others. And this is where a lot of compassion and, and humility are helpful is because if you have been the one manipulating others but can't control yourself, you have a road ahead of you. And then for all the brothers and sisters out there that have been allowing themselves to plead, play around with this energy and think that they can master it and aren't susceptible to it and can just brush it off by creating, uh, I don't know, the word boundaries comes up, like creating boundaries in a way that's not really going to work with someone that's narcissistic or NPD because they'll either move on or they'll, they'll violate those boundaries. So it's better to empower oneself, empower you to really uh, step into the driver's seat of your life and decide where you want to be, when you want to be there, how you want to be there. And if you don't like what's going on, you leave. It's not really a boundary. It's you driving your ship where you want to go. And so with this identification of where you're susceptible, this shows you your Achilles, ten Achilles tendon, where you're susceptible to injury and uh, led to be led astray. So for instance, let's use the analogy that let's say you're really susceptible. I'll use just an overarching one and they'll make it more specific to maybe one's mental pathology. But let's just say that you are really susceptible to liking sugar and you know, the sugar is not good for you. Uh, it actually makes you a little emotional. It um, puts you in circumstances where maybe you don't behave your highest and best. So you're better not to have sugar, you know, and this sugar could be anything. And so when you realize that, wow, I really, it's not ideal if I have sugar, then you start to set yourself up for success. And then you create a lifestyle and a rhythm where sugar isn't always accessible until you've realized there's other ways to get that um, sweet taste without do, taking in a substance that will harm you. And so this is the same if in our mental pathology, if we realize that uh, we have a propensity to want to seek the approval of people that will never give us their approval. So we, we're kind of addicted to the fact that we want to really seek the person's approval that will never give us approval or will always put us below them. And when I use these words, us, we, it's the collective we, just giving it in a general, or you can take it as you, but just the collective. Like when one is addicted to that, 
or in the habit of relating to people like that, then ultimately this will set you up for potentially dancing with that Wetico energy. Because when we're grasping at something, our psyche is grasping at wanting approval. And maybe there's all these beautiful, kind uh, people close by that adore you, but it's not enough. You keep grasping for it in different places. That will ultimately um, harm you and lead you astray. It might lead you into that inferno, so to speak, dancing with the darkness. And so if you start to think in your mental body where you're susceptible to dancing with darkness, maybe it's thoughts that don't serve you. Maybe it's an emotion that mirrors the heart emotion, anxiety, fear, doubt, uh, negative speak, all these things. Cause it's like calling in the darkness to reinforce your uh, dark thoughts, your dark feelings in the mind. And the reinforcement, as I mentioned last week, comes from something that looks shiny and bright, meaning that you're looking for the reinforcement. So it's not something to come in and overtly push you down further. It's something that comes in very subtly and you grasp for it. And then over space, it actually, uh, creates more harm to you than you had started creating for yourself. So I want you, if you need to pause this for a moment, I want you just to take a moment and write down where you're susceptible. Where is that weak point in the mind? And write it down. And then when you come back, uh, we're going to take that point and we want to flip it on its head. So let's say it is negative self-talk. And so right in that moment, maybe when you start uh, twisting things around in your mind, and maybe you're recovering from being involved with a series of narcissists or MPDs or sociopaths or psychopaths, then right then you need to stop yourself and pause, breathe, and write the story with your thoughts that you want to hear. Reinforce what builds your frequency up. And then when we get to part three, we'll go deeper into why it's so important to have a clear mind. But right now, just we're trying to give you a little medicine for the Achilles tendon. So you notice, wow, uh, this is what happens. Then I want you to flip the story you're telling yourself into the op equal and opposite every time you go down that road. And the sooner you realize it, the better. So then number two, I want you to notice where your Achilles tendon is in the physical body. Where do you classically get sick, injured, all of those things. Now that, that could be a whole, I don't know, month long segment to go through this, but just want you to notice where you might be susceptible to, uh, energies that have exasperated themselves. So let's say you have been in a relationship with a narcissist and they started out subtly after the whole overtly love bombing you. They started to tell you what was wrong with your physical body. And then they started to plant seeds maybe to tell you that you weren't the right shape, the right size, that uh, you were bigger than them or all these different things. Um, 
So to notice what they might have said, and they could be subtle, like they could be like, wow, you have huge muscles or your arms are bigger than my arms, or it could, all these different things. They planted seeds about your physical body, which weren't positive seeds. So usually with narcissists and the Wetico, there's that seduction. They lead you into the lion's den. They tell you all these amazing things about yourself. And then as you they've won you over, then they start to put you in a position where you want their approval and need their approval because they fed you all that sugary uh, good stuff and they want to keep you yearning for more so they start to plant seeds that are to your demise after you've been in anyone who's been in a relationship with a narcissist they might notice that their physical being has changed and so from there, they can notice where their weak point is. Maybe the person gained weight. Maybe they lost a lot of weight. Maybe whatever it is, they just notice what the shift has been. Not in judgment, just to observe it. And uh, if you want specific help on how to bring that, any of these things into balance, it's better to email me and I can answer questions because I can't possibly address every single issue that could have come up but it gives us an indicator. And then the next part is the heart, the emotions. Where's your Achilles tendon in the heart? Where have you been impacted by this energy? And where do you feel susceptible? So right now, as I mentioned before, is that uh, the, the world has been led into living in fear especially over the past two years and the fear that's the, you know, the, the sociopath and the psychopath is dangling in front of your head is that you might die, which we're all going to do. So it's kind of a silly thing to dangle in front of people's head because we're all going to do that. And if these psychopaths and sociopaths really cared about you, why wouldn't they tell you how to keep your health and your well-being versus keep scaring you about something you're naturally going to do? So it's the same behavior that uh, a narcissist will do. They'll dangle things in front of your emotional being that keep you in a place of doubt, fear, and grasping towards them. And so then you have the feeding frenzy. They feed on you, you feed on them, and you have let the darkness, the Wetico, come in not only uh, to be a part of that relationship, but into your physical being, and it's already taken over their being. And so what one needs to do is recognize where the emotional body, the mental body, and the physical body are susceptible. And then when we get to the spiritual body, guess what? The Wetico does not want you to be spiritual, doesn't want you to have your faith. So typically what could be noticed is that you've pulled away from that. It might have been there, but you pulled away from it. And so it's really important to re-engage with whatever you feel solid in that gives you a relationship between the, the unseen and the seen, between the divinity, and that can be through nature, that can be through um, your faith, whatever it is. Um, because the reason for that is because that keeps you in a place of wanting to be in service, not only to yourself, but to something greater than you. 
And that's what Mother Nature mirrors to us every single day. She mirrors to us service, this beautiful uh, act that's for all of you that are willing to connect to it. And so once you have understood where you need to um, acknowledge, one, to just take full responsibility where you let the darkness in, number two, to start to identify where your weak points are in the mind, body, heart, and where you've been lagging on your uh, spiritual practice or your engagement with the unseen. And again, it can be through many different means. If you need suggestions figuring that out or rekindling with things that have crossed your path since you were a child, happy to help you with that. And it does evolve for people, especially if they're in this lifetime, they're on a deep hero's journey. It's going to evolve that word of uh, nourishing your soul. But that's a very important thing. So you see what happens. The the Wetico energy comes in and takes you away from your spiritual path, takes you away from your faith, and then starts to permeate the mind, body, heart, and soul with seeds of this fear, this doubt, this manipulation, and that degrades your system and draws you down. And then uh, they will continue to feed off you till they exhaust you. <laughs> and or uh, they'll maybe do it just right so they can stay along around, you know, if it's a good gig for them. Because again, there's this exchange of energy, this darkness. Um, otherwise, what will happen is when the feeding frenzy has stopped, the manipulation has stopped, the person becomes aware, they typically will uh, release you, leave you, and replace you. Or uh, if you become wise before them, uh, you will try to release them a little bit more difficult, but it's possible because again, remember you have free will, you drive your own ship and you decide who gets to cruise around with you and not, you don't have to create boundaries. You just leave the room. There's no, no need of boundaries. You just leave the room. It's kind of like if you were sitting down at a meal and someone was insulting you, you don't have to stay there. You can get up and leave. It's that simple. Same thing day-to-day life. Of course, if you married someone that's narcissistic or MPD and you have kids, it might be a little bit more complicated to get out of because you decided to stay there too long. And if you have children, I would say that those were destined gifts. So it's really important not to dwell too much on the past because as I mentioned, if you've had children with them, these are gifts. So from there, uh, we have this great foundation that we've laid today uh, just to start to, one, take responsibility that you were there, you participated, and that you're ready to reclaim your power and identify where you have your weak point. Now, depending on the, where you are in this process, that's where you get to decide how you're going to heal, when you're going to heal, if you've already healed. But it's important to have these baselines because that's going to be your susceptible point until you fully heal each one of these areas where you'll be susceptible in future relationships at work, personal, with family members and friends. And so this will give you your power because you'll see ultimately where someone comes in 
and feeds that weak point. And that's why ultimately if each human being on this planet can be self-reliant, not codependent on another human being to feel good, to know love, to know bliss, all of these things. And that's what the Wetico prayed on, prayed on each and every one of our weaknesses so that it could control and feed off of us. And so understanding where you have those weak points, you can say no more. And you can also start to exercise each area of your being so that it comes into strength and power. And power, when I use that word, is your innate gift you have. We all have power, not top down. We have a power within us and we get to exercise it rather than let people feed off your power you decide where it goes and this is why as we conclude this segment is that social media in particular and uh, lots of aspects of how we do advertising and entertainment in this day and age actually feed the darkness it's not feeding the light the good news is is that we're at this uh moment in space that is creating a transition, a transition for those that choose to live in harmony with this ecosystem and those who decide that they don't want to live in harmony with this ecosystem. They're more comfortable uh, living in a place where they're controlled uh, and their food. And that might sound horrific. It does to me. Um, I would like everyone to want to live in harmony with nature. Yet bit by bit, if each one of us shifts how we relate to the world around us, it will help our brothers and sisters. And before you know it, uh, we might close that gap and reunify as a species here on this planet in a way that can uh, create something that none of us have ever seen yet. So your inner work for this week or this next little bit uh, is to really identify your weak points, continue to observe uh, people in and around you, uh, their relationship, again, not to judge and not to uh, diagnose, but just be like, really call it out what is. And then from there, if you have questions, feel free to email me at s at suzantoro.com. Happy to assist you one-on-one or point you in the right direction. And then what we'll do is we're going to build upon this, but these are very important steps. And when one is ready, they will uh, really own up to where they are ready to do their exercise, their metaphorical sit-ups and take responsibility for self. And then the world around us starts to shift and the way to go no longer has us in the control cycle, nor do any of the beings that have been taken over by them. So until next time, I hope you sit down a little bit longer here and uh, listen to Kadri. We'll have each of greens on uh, one more time this week and enjoy her song her words, her wisdom. And this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
again, I want to thank you for listening to this segment, Empower You, brought to you by Be Simply Radio and Media. That was a song produced and created by Kadri Scott called Eat Your Greens. And until next time, have a beautiful day. Remember, you got this.